here is FLO Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about some study tips. Well, we have two types of subjects, general and technical, with generals including math 1 and 2, physics 1 and 2, differential equation, computer programming, ethics, and English. For math 1, study first the main textbook, aka Adams, second the taken notes, and third the T8 solve questions, uh, which also are in Adams' book. If you have extra time, then go for 707. Otherwise, it'll be waste in both money and time. For math 2, choose a good professor, not an easy taking, known for giving high scores. Because uh, they actually won't. Go to physics 1 and 2, solve the following things. 1. The chosen holiday questions. Two, the class solve questions, and three is the midterm and final exams of the previous semesters. Pay attention to elements because most of the exam points are about element choosing. The other subject would be differential equations. And as it's a very important one, choose a good professor and listen to every second of the class. The subject's TA is very helpful, so try to attend it 100%. Solve this exercises plus last semester's questions. As for studying for the exams, First, read your own taken notes. Then a very sourceful book is Nikokar DE. And after that, if you still have time, go to 707. As it is clear from the name of the subject, it has a variety of equations. So try to memorize them carefully so you will not mix them up. Computer programming is another subject in the math branch, which you have to take very seriously and be there from the very first second. For exercises, you'll be needing a PC and probably the DevC++ program to write, debug, and run them. Time managing is a very important skill in all of exams, and for this specific subject, you'll be needing extra attention. For ethics, just two things. One, do not use all of your absences and do not cheat during the exam. The last general subject, English course. Do not trust your previous knowledge because during this course you'll come across some words that you may have never seen them before. For the grammar section, there are about 60 chosen tests at the end of the booklet. Studying them would be enough. As for the technical subjects, we will mention some overall tips. 1. Do not argue with the professor. 2. Take notes. 3. Do not use your mobile phone. 4. Sit in a comfortable seat with good lighting and tolerable temperature. 5. Do not take too many units because there is a chance that you may have two exams in one day. 6. Do not turn in your answer sheet too soon. For every single subject, be aware of the tips below. Do not panic or get stressed during the exam. Don't skip neither the TA nor the main class. This is all we had for today. Thanks for listening. Please stay tuned. Bye-bye. And welcome to the FLO podcast. This episode is the very start of a series about a guide to buy a laptop.
In this series, we're gonna mention some of the very important factors that you should pay attention to when buying a laptop. These factors are the budget, warranty, brand and customer service, CPU, GPU, RAM, screen, battery, ports, keyboard, SSD, and HDD. Now for warranty. A question buyers frequently come across is, should I buy a laptop with warranty or without it? To be honest, it's better not to take the risk of buying a warrantyless laptop because most of them are contraband goods and the sellers are not responsible for any existing problems. Also, let's not forget about the fact that finding a cheap smuggled good that has no problems or bugs whatsoever is almost an impossible task. And if you're unfortunate, you may even buy a stock or second-hand good in place of a new one. Now, brand and customer service. Another frequently asked question is, is brand A better than brand B? As for the answer, one can say that famous companies are all world-class competitors. Thus, they would not manufacture low-quality goods on any price levels. In other words, making the decision would be up to you, because there are only minor differences between the products of each brand on the same price level. The only exceptions are, of course, special cases where customers have certain needs. Basically, the choice between brands depends on your preferences. As for customer service, if you want to buy from a famous brand, you can be rest assured. But as of these past year's sanctions, one should investigate more about the availability of spare parts before buying a certain brand's products. Now is the turn for the most important inner part of an electronic device. CPU, a.k.a. Central Processing Unit. Trust me, so much can be said about CPUs, about their manufacturers, about their series, about their families, about their threads. But after searching so many websites that would sell laptops, I decided to point out some important factors before delving deep into the details of each microprocessor so that even if you actually forgot about some of these details, you would have enough information to still buy a good laptop. The first thing is, there are two major manufacturers in the world of CPUs. One is Intel and the other is AMD. Intel's products can be categorized into five subgroups, five main subgroups. Core I series, Core M series, Celeron, Pentium, and Atom. Core I series consists of the phrase Core I plus an odd number between 3 and 9. Of course, the higher the number, the stronger the processor. 
Core M is a series that is solely designed for ultra-thin notebook and mobile devices. Siren, Pentium, and Atom, uh, they're actually not that powerful microprocessors and uh, you can usually find them in low-end laptops. Also, one should pay attention to the fact that most of the available laptops actually use Core i series of Intel. But this no way means that AMD's microprocessors are worse than Intel's. Of course, there may be some shortcomings in some of the aspects, but they're still competing in a world-class level. AMD has five processing series, A-series, E-series, Ryzen, FX, and Athlon. A-series is the most common. There are A4, 6, 8, 9, 10, and 12. The higher the number, the better. E-series has E1 and E2. Both are dual-core processors for small notebooks. They have relatively powerful integrated graphics card. Ryzen series is the most powerful series of AMD's products, and after that would be Athlon. So far, Ryzen 5 is the most common. FX is a series of high-end AMD microprocessors. There are also Ryzen Pro and Athlon Pro, and also A-Series Pro. Uh, they're not for uh, common, common and everyday use. Uh, they're actually for businessmen uh, who want to do some serious productivity. The details of each product would be mentioned in detail uh, in the next episode. Thank you for staying with us. Stay tuned.